Hello and welcome. If you're looking for help to buy a bathtub, you're in the right place. So this is Janice Tyler of Janice Tea Studio. Welcome back. This uh, episode series 101 through 105 is how to buy a bathroom fixture. And uh, the purpose of this is to help give you some confidence to understand this industry a little bit more. So either when you're going into a showroom and asking for help, you'll understand what folks are talking about and you can be prepared. Or maybe you're doing this yourself. You're your own contractor. Even if you're talking to your designer and architect, the purpose of what I'm trying to do is just to give you a little bit more understanding, a little bit more grounding. So it isn't all foreign. Get rid of some of the great big overwhelm. Anyways, this is episode 102. Thanks for joining me again. We're, today, I'm going to talk about how to buy an alcove bathtub. Yesterday, I talked about a freestanding bathtub, and some of the things are really similar, but believe it or not, some things are quite different. So, what are we going to start with? Um, over the last five years of selling plumbing fixtures and helping designers and working with folks in showrooms, I've learned there's pretty much four things you need to know. What are they? Why are you buying a bathtub? Is this reno or new construction? What's the quality of a bathtub and how do you customize one? So just as an aside, uh, I'm working on a workbook that will go with these series. And when I'm done, uh, you'll have five sheets of how to help you buy the products and ways that you can keep track of it yourself. So when you get done, you're going to have a shopping list you can take into a showroom or take to your designer or go to yourself. So go check it out, janistcom slash 100. That's 100. And that'll get you signed up for the workbook that accompanies this so you don't have to take notes. So let's start with the first thing you want to think about when deciding to buy an alcove bathtub. What is the purpose of this? Is it for bathing or is it really just a great big large shower base? Yes, that makes a huge difference in when you're going to go buy one. If it's for bathing, you want something that's long enough or short enough or deep enough, uh, even wide enough to suit you. How many people are going to be in it? Kids, children, things like that. And if this is just a large shower base, then it doesn't really matter. Pick something that looks good, matches the look of your theme or your decor and it doesn't even have to be very tall doesn't matter just see what's in stock um, let's talk about though if you're wanting to bathe if you're an adult you probably want it as a deeper tub if it's for children or the dogs or things like that you seriously may want to think about getting a shorter one uh, are you leaving your children in there? Are they old enough to be unintended? Are they quite young? That depends how much water you want in this tub. Are you helping wash them? Are you leaning over the side of the bathtub? Again, you probably want it something shorter than if you're going to have to reach over. What about if you're just getting this tub for resale? That's a very common statement. You're actually going to use it as a shower, but you figure you'd better have one bathtub in your space. So again, that doesn't matter. Um... You could make it look luxurious. I'd pick probably the most modern one on the market at the time, unless it's a very traditional home, but get something with a flat front, but don't worry about the extra depth. As for width, 
A typical bathtub is five feet long or 60 inches by 30 inches wide or 32 inches wide. You know, if you can squeak the extra two inches in, go for it. Because if you're using this as a shower base, you can have extra two inches of helper room when you're standing. So even though this might not be that you're thinking about it as a bathtub, sneak in the extra width if you possibly can. You're going to like it. One thing to think about too is you don't have to use a standard bathtub that's 30 inches long. You can go shorter or longer. So shorter would be 54 inches. And that is actually super common size if this is anything of a prefab type construction um, or anything mobile. It's perfect for shorter people or if you're just trying to save space. So again, if this bathtub is effectively a large shower base, go for 54 inches. It might give you more usable space for storage or a shower on the other side of the wall or closet. Uh, don't think you have to do 60 inches. Uh, let's see what else. You can also go longer. Uh, common would be 66 inches or five and a half feet and 72 inches. 72 inches is a really big bathtub. So again, like I talked about with uh, freestanding, think about the space of getting it in. It's just that much larger and you're going to want it in the space before they finish building the walls. You probably can't do it in a renovation. So that's one of those things you do need to know and you do need to tell your designers ahead of time. And again, if you're bathing, the other things you're going to want to think about is what's the slope or the, yeah, the back slope. What's the angle? How far do you want to lean back? What's the length inside when you're seated? If you've got longer legs or shorter legs, that makes a difference. And what about armrests? A lot of people like armrests inside their bathtubs when they're, they're laying. Or they may be using them to push on to get in and out if mobility is a little bit of a challenge. Some folks are very comfortable pushing on an armrest just to give a little leverage. And of course, think about the depth. I think I said that already, but think about how deep you want the water when you're actually sitting in it, if you're bathing and hanging out. Um, and on the point of mobility, you can get little grab bars put in too. So check that out. So number one is why were you bathing? Or, whoa, not why are you bathing? I hope you're bathing to get clean, but why are you buying a bathtub? So number two is whether it's renovation or new construction. If it's a renovation of a bathroom, unless you're doing a full gut job, you probably want to keep it at the size it's already there because then you don't have to move plumbing, which is the water in the wall or the drain in the floor. And um, there's things called wet walls in a home and it's, these are thicker walls that allow for the plumbing. These are harder to move. So that's just a two second side point, but check what size bathtub you have. It's probably 60 inches long. You may have to stay with that, but you may be able to squeak a few more inches out on the width from 30 to 32. It's amazing how much those extra two inches will give you. And as I mentioned before, you can go shorter, a 54 inch, but that again might not achieve anything if you're trying to fill an existing space. If this is new construction, pick what you want. But again, you're going to have to think about where the water is coming in and where the drains are. Uh, but you can play much more and have more room for a shower or other things. And they're not as hard to get in 
um, a 60 by 30 is not as hard to get into a house if it's already been constructed. So sometimes that's just going to dictate what you're doing. And the other thing that I want to mention um, on renovation or new construction, because you may or may not be changing the hot water tank, is a standard bathtub, a 60 by 30, you can generally still fill with a standard hot water tank. If you get into a bigger bathtub, you're going to want a bigger water tank. Or, like I talked about on the freestanding bathtubs, you get into a situation where you use a hot, uh, what is it? Yeah, hot water on demand. And that's a great way for filling a bigger bathtub. You're not having to fill it part way, leave, wait till the water warms up, come back and finish it. Those are just a couple things to look at um, on a renovation and construction, new construction. You might really be stuck with a certain size if you are not gutting a lot of walls. So make sure you're working with your contractor for this. Or if you're doing this yourself, uh, really measure what you have existing and take photos with you when you're going to the stores. Uh, it makes it much easier to explain what your question is and what you're trying to work with. The third thing you want to think about when you're going to buy an alcove bathtub I'd better stop a sec. I keep using these terms and jargon. Alcove bathtub. That's just simply a regular old bathtub that you're used to seeing and it's got walls on three sides. So it's tucked in an alcove. That's why we call them an alcove bathtub. Uh, the other thing I probably keep using the term is the skirt or the apron. That's the piece that's across the front. There you go. Anyways, let's talk about an alcove bathtub. What is the biggest thing you want to look at when you go and buy one? Quality. All tubs are not made equal. Believe me. I personally think you should never ever, ever buy an entry level cheap bathtub. You're going to find the range of bathtubs, I don't know, anywhere from say $200 to $1,000. A good bathtub is going to be about five or 600 up. It depends uh, the size, finish, availability, what the toys you put in it. But I would never, ever, ever cheap out on a bathtub. The main reason is you can spend less money. You could save money to buy a bathtub, but you're going to spend way more on the installation. So that's number one. If you add those two up, you're going to have the same price as a good tub. And then your good tub is going to wear much better. So what am I talking about? A cheap bathtub is uh, generally made with the finish is gel or gel coat. So if you're just looking at the bathtub, the gel itself is going to yellow with time. It's going to go kind of weird around where the drain is. Hot water is going to affect it. Uh, and if you go, if you scratch it and you go to repair it, the only way to repair it is kind of basically using something like a white nail polish. So you stroke it on and it sits there on the surface and dries on top. So the appearance side of a cheap bathtub is that it's going to look really ugly probably within six months. And the number one thing I see people doing is they buy a cheap bathtub and put it in a rental. Well, it's probably the same tub that everybody in that space uses. It gets used as a shower base. It gets a lot of traffic in the bottom and it uglies out within the first few months. That's number one reason not to buy a cheap bathtub. The other reason is if you've ever gone to the store and actually looked at bathtubs, I mean ones that aren't in fancy displays. I mean ones like sitting in the warehouse. You're going to see that some of them are sitting there and they look exactly like your tub at home and they're level and 
they're just sitting there. But you're going to look at others and they're kind of hanging on this weird angle. That's because they don't have feet underneath them. These bathtubs are really quite thin. They're lightweight. They have no wood supports around them, no frame, and they are designed to be installed in a mortar bed. So here is where the price difference comes in. So yes, you could buy these cheap bathtubs. Oh, and don't stand on them before they're installed because your foot really might go right through the bottom. But uh, what, what they have to do is the installer literally makes a layer of mortar or cement concrete in the bottom of the space where your bathtub's going and he builds this up and then he puts the bathtub in and it dries into place so it is literally supported by a mortar bed and then lots of them are also flimsy and they literally need to be nailed to the wall to keep them in shape so now your installer has had to pay the price of the extra equipment are the materials, the extra time to mix the mortar, and then to make the bed, and then to put the bathtub in it. You're not saving anything. So buy a bathtub that you can see underneath or you ask about. Does it have uh, a frame? Is it supported? It's going to weigh more. You're going to be able to actually stand in it in the showroom and sit in it. If they don't let you do that in a showroom, don't buy the bathtub. And then also, if you see underneath, does it have a couple adjustable feet? So the bathtubs that just sit there and look the same in a box as they're going to look in your house, those are a better quality. That's probably the number one way you can tell. So those bathtubs you can put in, all your installer really has to do is level the feet and attach them to the wall so that they stay there, but they're not getting attached to make them um, level or anything. And the installation is done. Well, aside from the plumbing, but the absolute difference, you've already uh, saved money by not having all the extra material and time for the installation. Then the top part, I said that the gel cheap finish will yellow and wear out. Acrylic is the other option that you see in most bathtubs and a pure acrylic, which is what you want, not one with recycled content, but a pure acrylic will stay white and can be repaired. It's a thicker finish. They start with a thicker sheet and they literally can um, repair it so that you don't see it. It's a blended finish. It's not like a streak of nail polish that's been put on top of something. It's also going to scratch less and it is going to be more durable. So the repair is probably a negligible point. And you can always clean acrylic back up. It'll never get that faded gray look from too many feet walking in it in a shower or, you know, kids playing in it, everything that's going to wear a bathtub. And um, there's a third, oh, that's a regular acrylic. There's another acrylic out there that a few manufacturers make. And what it is, it's a really thin layer of acrylic. I'm not sure if it's sprayed. I think it is. It's sprayed over really hard ABS plastic. And it is promoted that it is super durable, that you can bang it with a hammer and nothing's going to happen. And they are absolutely right. You can bang it with a hammer, but do not scratch it because the acrylic is super thin and you're going to see the black ABS plastic underneath and it can't be repaired. So again, it's going to have the same look as, um, you know, some nail polish applied if there's been a scratch and it will scratch and it will wear through. 
So instead, back to buy a good quality bathtub that has wood framing or, or even metal framing uh, underneath to give it the stability when it's transported and then when it's installed and then for everyday wear afterwards. So I might sound like I'm preaching, but I am a total believer that you should always spend decent money and buy a good quality uh, acrylic bathtub. Don't do gel and don't do acrylic on ABS. That's just my opinion and my experience. The other option is a cast iron. And like a cast iron sink, this is going to wear. This bathtub will outlast all of us and it will take every kid and child and toy and whatever you want to throw in it. Uh, and yeah, it'll just look great. It's like the old ones that we picture with claw feet, but these are made the same as an alcove tub. Uh, you're going to get a, them actually a lot in hotels because of their durability. So they often will cost just a little bit more than a regular acrylic tub, but you absolutely will get the durability. One thing, they weigh more. So again, uh, the combined weight of a person water in the bathtub could be heavy. So think about where you're going to put this and if your floor needs reinforcing, if it's an older home and you're doing a renovation. Fourth thing to think about when buying an alcove bathtub is the customization. So no, you don't just have to buy a plain old alcove bathtub with an acrylic front and look at it forever. There's a couple things you can do. So that front part that I called the apron or the skirt, you can actually have that removed and use the tub and drop it in to a made frame that's often covered with, um, you know, tile or whatever. That's one option. Or you can have it made with, instead of the acrylic front, have it made with a wood apron. And that wood apron is set back like half an inch and on that you can install the tile maybe you want it to be the wall subway tile to match all around the bathtub inside or the walls you know the shower walls or maybe you want it to be marble or quartz to match your bathroom counter you can create a very luxurious space looking tub in a very small space by using an alcove bathtub get it made with a wood apron and then put the marble in front it's going to be seamless and look fabulous there's just a little tip. The other thing, of course, that you can do for customizing is if, as long as you can get some power around there, you can do jets and what else? Chromotherapy, the lights, you can do the heated bats, you can do the air bubbles. So all those are things that you can put into a regular old bathtub. If you're a bather and you don't have a lot of space, but you want the luxury bathroom, put some toys in it. By toys, I mean the Maybe it's the heated bath and the air bubbles so you feel like you're sitting in champagne and then do a nice marble front. You could have a really luxurious high-end looking bathtub that you're going to thoroughly enjoy, but it'll be in a small space. Quickly mention drop-in bathtubs, pretty much the exact same considerations that I talked about with the freestanding and the alcove. Um, in quality, you're going to definitely have to consider the size when you're moving them in because drop-in bathtubs are usually pretty big and the difference between them and an alcove bathtub is you're not going to shower in them uh, they're like a freestanding generally they're just for bathing um 
that's about all I can think of at the moment. I think I mentioned the price range, but a good bathtub, you're going to be anywhere between, I forget to quote US dollars, so maybe say 350 up to 800. Um, but look at it. Don't just buy it because it's there and it's what they're promoting. It might just be that they have them in stock. So that doesn't mean it's an indicator of a good product. Don't buy gel. Don't buy acrylic over ABS. Get a good quality acrylic bathtub. Make sure it has wood framing or metal framing and adjustable feet. You're going to save money on the installation. You're going to save money in the long run because it's not going to ugly out and you're going to be happier. So I think that's all I have to say about how to buy an alcove bathtub. So join me tomorrow. I'm going to talk about how to buy a toilet. In the meantime, don't forget to uh, get ready to get the workbook. Go to janistcom slash 100. That's 100. Uh, my website, janistcom You can sign up for a newsletter or check out my products and my resources. And for all things social, follow me on Janice Tea Studio. Hope you're having a great day. Hope this has helped you a little bit. And tomorrow, we'll chat toilets. Bye.